loving voice fades so we can get it, get some of this a nice rich yeah, rich, rich rich description chocolatey baritone <laughs> like i don't even have to try to do it yeah <laughs> it's just all you have to do is kind of slightly lower your voice i just have to not sit up as much sit up sit up slowly joey <sighs> just squat squat brian joey do you like vampires <laughs> <laughs> only only if I can only if there's a sweet B plot of a nose job happening. <laughs> well I have a film for you. What is it? It's called Kronos. <gasps> Kronos? You mean Guillermo del Toro's debut feature film? Is it his debut feature? I actually have no idea. I think it might be, because he did a short before this that I was reading about, but Wait, I think... no, wasn't it like some horror movie was his first one? Like a zombie movie? You're thinking of Devil's Backbone? Because that was after this. Oh, okay. Maybe that was it. I thought there's some... Eh, whatever. Anyway, welcome to Criterionauts. <laughs> I'm half-awake Criterionaut, Joey Reinish. I'm 100% awake Criterionaut, Brian Carney. Again, like you said, this is like opposite day. Yeah. Because you came in and I was like half asleep. Wrapped up feel- in a blanket. You're feeling great. Yeah. I'm 100%. I'm I mean, you know... For as 100% as Brian can be. <laughs> I fell asleep writing my third reason, which is still blank, that I think... <laughs> I think so you're just going to shoot from the hip on this yeah. one. <laughs> By the time we get there, I feel like I'll have something. That's good. There's a good chance. This episode, we are going to talk about Kronos 1993, criterion number 551. One hour, 32 minutes. A breezy one hour and 32 minutes. A breezy. Minutes. Very breezy. Because we did solo right before this, right? Yeah, that, yeah, that was the criteria. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this was this was a cake. This was nothing compared to that. Although I did get the feeling like there might be a solo room in this one when it started up. A solo room. A solo room. At, yeah. At, at the beginning, I was like, "Oh, is this a solo room?" <laughs> this is IMDb rated six point seven with eighteen thousand five hundred and ten votes. Rotten Tomato score eighty nine percent, forty two positive, five negative. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's first movie and. You can kind of tell, even just in the design of the one thing that is in here that is kind of like out of the ordinary, you can really see that that is a Guillermo del Toro thing. Because it just looks like anything that dropped out of Pan's Labyrinth or Hellboy or any of that stuff. All right, let's find out what Criterion says about Kronos, which I knew fucking nothing going into this movie. I knew absolutely nothing as well. I just knew it was him, and I mean, you you know his reputation, so you have kind of an idea, but... Yeah, well, and then, like, the cover art, I thought, I, like, honestly, I thought this was going to be, like, some Greek thing. Like, uh, wasn't Kronos the god of something? Uh, yeah, he's, like, it's definitely, like, a god or... It's definitely a mythological person. God of War's dad? Yeah. God of um, War's dad's dad? <laughs> what is it's, it? It's God of War's uncle. Ares' dad? Wasn't Ares' dad Kronos? And God of War... Kronos? Wasn't Kronos the dude's name? Kratos. Kratos. Uh, but Kronos... I think Kratos... Or Kronos was the one who had the the world on his back. Am I making that up? That was Atlas. At, or is that one of those ones you know how, well like, he you know shrugged how, you that know, was Ayn Rand uh, well you know how like they the Greek and Romans like it's the same god they just have different names yeah maybe it's that I guess I mean basically I, I suppose we could look it up but eh. uh, okay go ahead this is criterion criterion propers 
uh, thing for Kronos. Guillermo del Toro made an auspicious, audacious feature debut. It is. We could have just waited yeah, for the first line. Yeah, we got it. I, I, I was certain, as you were talking about it, I was looking at to make sure that this was his first movie. <laughs> okay, it was good. <laughs> With Kronos, a highly unorthodox tale about the seductiveness of the idea of immortality. Kindly antiques dealer Jesus Greece happens upon an ancient golden device in the shape of a scarab and soon finds himself the possessor and victim of its sinister addictive powers, as well as the target of a mysterious American named Angel. Um, and monkey, monkey, monkey man. Monkey. <laughs> uh, featuring marvelous uh, special effects <laughs> and the haunting imagery from which Del Toro has become world-renowned. Kronos is a dark, visually rich, and emotionally captivating fantasy. Emotionally captivating. That's a nice, nice touch for the description. I don't. I mean, I don't disagree with any of it. This is probably one of the more enjoyable ones we've watched so far. Definitely in like these ten episodes. Um, I like. I le- legitimately enjoyed this movie. Yeah, I thought it was like, oh, this is fun. Uh, oh, by the way, Kronos was the youngest of the first generation of Titans. Titan. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. He is in the game. He's part of the game, yeah. I think he's a level. Like, you walk on him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I I was just looking on Wikipedia for it. I didn't look on the actual God Because I played through all three of them, so I I don't remember. But anyway. Woo! Sidetrack City. All right. (laughs) Anyway. Back to the movie, Kronos. To Kronos. I was watching this at work yesterday. I had to stay way later just to wait for something. So I started watching it, and like halfway through somebody came in and was like oh chronos so it's like a fairly well-known thing and i'd never know it. seen it before yeah he's like oh it's a pretty good one and i i it was before like kind of the big hook happened and it was like oh it's a really good take on vampires i'm like the fact that i didn't know going in i think made more parts of it interesting because it doesn't really become apparent until like three three-fourths through the movie yeah like when, what he's... Right, like when you expect like when you'd want it to become apparent is when it becomes apparent basically <laughs> that way but yeah it's definitely i mean i was thinking like zombie i wasn't really sure where it was going but as soon as when he's just like well at the end he's like you have to stab him in the heart or make sure his heart's intact and all this you gotta stuff. remove the head destroy and the brain stab him in the heart <laughs> the part that really because i was thinking like oh he's just, just a zombie whatever but then as soon as when he's like uh later with the sunlight yeah, it, like, yeah, yeah as soon as that happens oh, like, oh okay, yeah. i got really it. got in there now got it now sleeping in a giant trunk yep okay we're getting ahead of ourselves yep we open with billy crystal from the princess bride <laughs> standing around in a in, in the olden times with the narrator we find out this is an alchemist who has made um the Kronos device. I'm right. Like, right away, I'm like, oh, this is kind of a cool setup. I had no idea this what this was. Yeah. Uh, the Kronos device gives its owner immortality, and it has this almost like 10-minute featurette at the beginning where you see him making the thing, and then it goes to modern day, and this building collapses or crumbles to it, the it ground. It had already collapsed. They don't even like show it. It's just like, here's rubble yeah. in, in the 1930s, and then here's this white pale man with yeah there's like a fucking ring wraith in the middle of this like rubble of a dude just with a thing stabbing through him right and there's like the chronos device was never found and then he was like 300 years old or something like that was it 300 400 well i mean if it was yeah it was something like that because yeah, yeah. he left during the inquisition is what they said so right. it was which would have been i don't know so everything in this place was sold at auction but they never discussed some of the stuff they found which was essentially the old man and had a solo room. 
had a solo room. <laughs> the old where man he, had a solo room where he had a dude. I, I assume it was a naked dude hung upside down, just like. Oh yeah, it was naked. There were butts. There was a big butt. There. I know, but I don't know if it was a dude or not. Oh. If, you know, it was a naked person. Well, it's a solo room, so yeah, probably. Like a dude, as in, you know, the, uh, not the royal, whatever. <laughs> not, not the royal. Not, not the royal, we. Not the ubiquitous <laughs> dude, as in dude or lady dude. Yeah. But in fact, a dude, a dude, 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 dude. with 100% balls. <laughs> as opposed to 80% balls. Yeah. Or as opposed to inside 50, balls. 50% balls, yeah. Inside, negative balls. As I, I call them negative balls, but yeah. Oh, women have inside balls? They have negative balls is the medical term for them. <laughs> ovary balls. Because they're ovary balls. <laughs> so he has the, the guy hanging out bloodletting into these bowls. I'm like, okay, well, that's cool looking and weird, but I don't know what that's about. Maybe he was just... I mean, in 300 been, years becomes a fucking weirdo. Yeah, I mean, what else are you going to do in 300 years? I mean, you can't you can't get off in the same way in 300 years you could <laughs> yeah. before. So blood becomes necessary. I have to dip my junk in a bowl of blood first and then do weird <laughs> things with it. Yeah, he needs the smell, the smell of, of that, that of iron. Penny, pennies? Yeah, that <laughs> iron smell to officially get off. And it's not like he can use real iron. He needs the liquid because obviously he needs a lube. It's when you used to suck on pennies when you were a kid. You ever suck on pennies? No. It's fucking gross. Yeah. You know where <laughs> pennies go? Yeah, in, in your mouth, in well, your butts. In butts. <laughs> There's so much poop on pennies. Pretty much everything goes in butts at one point or another. Uh, uh, that's that's why, you know, you, you're supposed to wash your hands after you go to Goodwill's, everybody, because all that stuff's been in someone's butt. It's all been in butts. They don't wash any of that <laughs> stuff before or after. They take it from the person and put it on the shelf. In the butts. In the butts. All right, so the watchmaker makes a Kronos device for eternal life, but they don't really tell you exactly what that means. So you find this dude who is white and gross-looking, and he's been alive for hundreds of years, and he's got a dude that he's draining with blood for some reason. So now we go to the modern day. We've discussed the We know the reason. Sex. Sex stuff. We don't know the reason, really. <laughs> so we figured it out. Uh, there's two parts to this like mystery. There's this text... Like a, an old journal. And then there is the Kronos device, which they, people have learned are, is in the bottom of this uh, angel statue. It's like a secret compartment. Which uh, is super cool. More things need secret compartments. And I kind of also assume agreed. that all antique things have secret compartments. You know what? If I, like, bought a statue or had an old statue and I opened it up and I found something as dumb as, like, like a wooden dude with a boner. I'd be like, oh my god, it's a secret compartment! <laughs> it's the coolest like, thing ever! Like, it doesn't need to be awesome, and if I find something inside of something that I have that I didn't know was there, it is the best. <laughs> it is. It's also incredibly cursed. Oh, yeah, yeah. But all things hidden are cursed. I've seen Tales from the Hood. <laughs> I know how it goes. Uh, so they, he opens up... Uh, oh, wait, ahead of myself. This uh, old uh, Geppetto dude has a... Has a daycare. <laughs> it's what I assumed it was because they were very confused when people came in. Yeah, no shit. Every time someone came in, it's like, um, oh, uh, what are you doing here? I'm, Obviously, this is our hopscotch arena. What are you doing here? He does that thing that I hate whenever, like, I was a young hooligan and I'd go into stores or whatever late, and then whoever was working would just like always happen to be doing stuff in the aisle that I was in. Yeah, you know, it's because they're watching to make sure you don't steal shit because yeah. you look like a hooligan. I was just like, can I help you? And they're just like, what? No. And then I just, like, that's the end of the story, but... Um, it's great. You, know, you should make uh, that into a movie. And then I maybe, should. maybe put a, a Get a, it in a Criterion. Relic. Yeah. Yeah. It could easily fit. So, uh, he has this watch shop trinket store and has a couple of statues. And this weirdo dude comes in 
I will also like to say at the beginning of this, with the opening narration being in English, then the dude talking in Spanish, emotional roller coaster. Yeah, whether that, or not I was going to have to read the subtitles. first note, I was like, "Oh, it's a film in Espanol," which, of course, like, why wouldn't it be? It's Garrett. But then he starts speaking in English, and I went, "Hooray!" And then they start speaking in Spanish again, and I went, "Damn it!" <laughs> and so then Ron right Perlman there shows you. up, and I'm like, "Hooray!" Yeah, thank God Ron Perlman doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> He's just like, "I'm not." I'll, I'm, I'm not doing He does it in a couple I'm not, scenes. I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing That's my Ron Perlman. You like that? Uh, I'm, I'm not doing it that. It just sounds like you. Hellboy. <laughs> hey, it's, hey, it's me, Ron Perlman. Hey, it's Hellboy. Me. It's me, Sons of Anarchy's Ron Perlman. <laughs> Ron Perlman should always be Hellboy. He should yeah. never not be dressed up as Hellboy because as a person, he is a weird-looking weird dude. dude. Or he could be the Beast. Because he was in the Beauty and the Beast TV show from like he the was? 90s. Yeah, he was the Beast. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, so... Huh. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch it, but I didn't know that either. Well, <laughs> Joey, obviously, you missed out on a great piece of television history. Right, right. Uh, so the this dude comes into the the antique store and he starts like molesting all the angel statues. Yeah, and finding actually, out- he was just like tearing what I thought was he was doing was destroying whatever artifact because I didn't I couldn't really tell what he was doing. He was like peeking inside the wrappings of things that look like angel statues. Yeah, but I didn't realize that those were wrappings. I thought he was just like going up to because you know antique things could be made of paper or something. He's going like tearing it and looking, and I'm just like, is this guy just like ruining everything in this store <laughs> he you find out eventually that this dude is like a spotter he goes to antique stores finds things that are angels so that ron perlman will give him money who is also named Anel. and hell and hell and hell and hell um an angel and his creepy germaphobe uncle yeah um who <laughs> who had that i like how he had Speaking of the germaphobe uncle, he had that little door for the food to go through, but then Ron Perlman just walked in in the next door, and I was like, yeah. why is this here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, I would like to talk about germaphobe uncle for a second. Please. For a hot second, because in this room, we have germaphobe uncle in his, like, shimmery bed curtain things. Yeah. We have, like, four humidifiers. Yeah. We have... Rows and rows and rows of suspended angel statues with plastic on them Naturally. for no reason. <laughs> what do you mean? It's obviously it's decoration, Joey. Have you never seen Oz. an angel statue? <laughs> they also have to be in the air because they're angels. You well, I mean, I guess he would. These are ones that I've tried, but I'm going to put them in plastic <laughs> and then hang them in here for some reason. Ambiance, yeah, <laughs> because you know it's totally gives off good vibes when you walk into a room and find angel statues suspended from chains and plastic. Oh, totally. 100%. And then he's got that case. With various jars full of parts of him. Which we don't find out till later, but yeah, he's basically turning himself... Basically, I feel like he's um, in a pyramid. So he's he's <laughs> yeah. made his own tomb that he's still alive in, so he's starting to mummify himself slowly by taking out all the organs. Well, I, I assumed it was organs. like... He was super frail because of various diseases and I thought cancers. it was because he kept taking body parts out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah, maybe doctors should tell him just to keep the body parts inside. The the tomb thing, I guess, is apt, especially since the Kronos device is a scarab thing. Yeah. But I think he was doing it trying to prolong whatever this other thing was until he was able to find the Kronos device. Yeah. But he's. it comes off as just like... Dude, you're totally obviously a supervillain. Very much Just so. Just like, look at you. <laughs> look look the, in the mirror and look at all the scars you have from the different weird, indistinguishable body parts that you've taken it out. It just looked like you would you find a chunk of meat and then you tear off a part of it with your hand and then put it in a jar of formaldehyde. Like, there's no 
shape or i was really hoping hope hoping i was really hoping that that's you opening your hope yeah this is a hope opening it's an it's a hoping this is when i get real deep in the movies every movie i watch there's a hoping uh Uh, so i was really hoping that they were going to reveal at the end as they pan down on one of the jars like a heart or some sort of organ that looked like an organ and not just like weird white globs yeah it could just be anything i think they were all just a bunch of tumors and they called it like parts of him yeah anyway he's a weirdo and there is one line that addresses it that was like so close to exactly what i was thinking that i like clapped and i was by myself i was like ha and I was like watching this by myself, and it was Ron Perlman when he finally figures out what his his creepy uncle's after yeah. from Geppetto. Yeah, um, as I call him, Grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he finds out that it's for something to living forever. He's like, "Why does he want to live forever? <laughs> yeah. He just pisses and shits and sleeps." Yeah, that was awesome. I love it's that. Great and it's totally perfect. real. Ron Perlman's. I very much enjoyed Ron Perlman's character. Actually, He's like the entire fucking time. Weird man. Was, He's just he Ron Perlman is the nephew of germaphobe uncle who goes out and buys the shit for the like germaphobe the uncle. Yeah, he de- he doesn't even give a shit. But he, he, just, wa- he just wants... All he wants is a nose job. He just wants a new nose. All he wants is a nose job and for his uncle to die so he gets whatever money he has left. Yeah, which is all of it, apparently. All of it, yeah. Or something, I'm not really sure. But if you think about it, if the germaphobe uncle succeeds, Ron Perlman's not going to get shit. So nope. that's what like makes sense why he doesn't know what he's going after. He should absolutely have killed him. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, spoilers, but also no spoilers, because whatever. Uh, he shouldn't <laughs> have just killed him at the end. After he killed him at the end, he should have just been like, all right, I'm going to let these guys go, because I got a fucking billions of dollars. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> They're not going to rat on me. The guy's a weird vampire now. A vampire? A vampire. I don't know why I'm calling him that. There was a reason, but I can't remember. I kept calling him Zompire, because I was just, I wasn't giving up on him and the idea of him being a zombie. But then, like, at the end, I'm just like, oh, he's just 100% a vampire. <laughs> Especially, it was the him trying to stab him at the end with through the heart. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's yeah, just definitely yeah. a vampire. It was, it was good, though, because it was subtle enough. Yeah. And it, that's why I'm fine with it, because there are very few vampire movies that I actually like. One of them is Interview with a Vampire, even though I know it's like a fruity vampire. Mm. And this one I thought was like a good, good take on it. Mm-hmm. The vampire, no one really ever does anything different with vampire shit. Well, I mean, there's the seminal classic, Twilight, which is m- one of my... Twilight is one of the best experiences if you watch it with riff tracks. It's yeah, they're fucking good. good. It's a great comedy, then. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a great comedy by itself, but with riff tracks, it's extra good. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, Ron Perlman gets the info from the weird dude who was in the store to come and, like, buy the angel. He's like, oh, just another angel. Yep. Ron Perlman has this weird scene where he bonds with Geppetto's daughter, or By giving her gum. Gives Ar- her... Aurora. Aurora, which is a Disney princess name, so yes. just kind of fits the whole uh, Disney thing. <laughs> I think she's um, his mute granddaughter. Yeah, it's his granddaughter because he says later he er, uh, later in the movie he's talking about her, um, her father. Do you remember your dad? Type yeah, of yeah. like oh, I remember this happened with your dad with the cigarettes, el cigarettos, yes, cigarillo, and cigarillos. Then Ron Perlman comes in and is like messing around with the little girl like playing peekaboo and giving her gum and it's the creepiest fucking thing i've ever seen especially when he's like uh, he then asked them can i ask you his opinion what do you guys think of this and he has these cards for nose jobs that, no like, shapes <laughs> no shapes like a silhouette which makes his nose way bigger yeah but it's just for the general feel but you know what 
when I was like, he's it's fine. But when he turned to the side and started doing it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that dude could totally get a nose job. That <laughs> yeah. probably needs one. And he's got this nice, really, like, dense-looking permed hair. But that's always, that's just Ron Perlman's hair, though. I know, but it's so weird. I know. I've... I never watched Sons of... I watched, like, six episodes of Sons of Vax. And I've seen the Hellboys. I've never really well, seen... Well, in the Hellboys, he's got... You know, he's, like, bald with the horns and shit. I know, so. and he looks fucking dope. It's and they awesome. totally buy it. And yeah. he barely has any prosthetics on. <laughs> <laughs> All they did was paint him red. Yeah, they painted And not him... even that much, because they just had him run around a lot before they shot everything, so he was just flushed. Yeah, they gave him some red and didn't shave his horns down. <laughs> And then Ron Perlman looks like a perfect Hellboy. I could see why he got the casting mix. Total uh, sense to me. Uh, but then he, in that scene, he smiles, and that is like the grossest. Did you do you remember that? The smile. He's like gives the girl gummies. Like <sighs> I'm like, Ugh. oh god, <laughs> no, I didn't. It didn't. It didn't resonate with me. I guess. Oh man, it was a creepy. It was so creepy. Yeah. Um. So he comes and buys the angel, but uh, I got I jumped a little too far ahead because the grandpa. When the dude was coming around molesting the statues. Checks or, out the statue. Checks out the statue after a cockroach comes out of it and the girl goes apeshit on it, which yeah. is pretty funny. And then and then immediately the next shot, <laughs> it goes, it fades to black, then it f- comes back up and they're just investigating the statue, not knowing that the cockroaches came from the statue. There's no indication. The audience knows. The audience they do knows. not. They have no idea. They're just like looking at it all of a sudden. I'm like, I think what know? it was is the... Did the dude who was... I think during the commercial break that they they, <laughs> right. they traced it back. There was a time lapse. That, uh, yeah. I think the dude poked uh, or peeled an eye off. Yeah, he did, some, he did something to it. Because that's like, he learned out that it was hollow. And he's like, oh, it's fucking hollow. That's weird. Yeah. But I think the guy, when he was coming in and looking at the statues, like the first one was fine because it was solid. And the other one was hollow because he was able to peel an eye off and of it. And full of bugs. And full of co- old cockroaches. Cockroaches that were super old. So in this, they find the Kronos device. And he puts it in a, like a separate drawer. It's this nice gold looking, like oval egg, egg-shaped thing. Mm-hmm. Ron Perlman comes and buys the statue and leaves. So later, the old man, is, what are we talking about? yeah, Grandpa is hanging out with Aurora, and he's looking at the Kronos device, and he's like, "Oh, look at this! This is kind of neat." And like, what does he do to activate it? Does he winds it up? Yeah, there's like a watch As, or something. See, it's the thing. Immortality is the immortality device is a wind up. So if you don't keep it wound up, you lose immortality. Yeah, there was something that I think the alchemist didn't they say he worked with like a watchmaker. Oh, did they say something about It was about something that? about okay. a watchmaker in the very beginning, too. All so I know like, is that he, like, cracked it out of what looked like a giant piece of rock that was, like, steaming. The, like, the alchemist oh, oh, did. Yeah, yeah, at yeah. the beginning, he was mm-hmm. like, Brr, I'm like, this is immortality, and it's a wind-up. <laughs> yeah. It's basically like uh, uh, Kingpin. We don't have batteries. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they they... He pulls out the device, and then it immediately sprouts these super pointy legs, at which point I would have dropped the fucking thing immediately. As soon as it, like, yeah, just, I would have been like, It's like six legs on each side with these giant pincers that point downwards. So as soon as it does that, he's like, huh, look at this. It's uh, it's working. And it, like, clamps down onto his hand. He's like, oh, shit. And... Like, managed to pull it off, and it left, like, a fucking fuckload of blood, like, all so over his hand, blood. and it, like, clamped on it, and he puts it away. He's like, well, that was weird. End of scene. <laughs> that was peculiar. Fade to black. Yeah. He goes and gets it, like, stitched up, and then tells the girl, it's like, don't touch that. That's weird. 
And then later that night, he's like, I feel like I need to let it do it again. That is the biggest disconnect for me in the entire thing. Where he's just like, uh, well, he's trying to figure out, and like he's, you know, he's like super thirsty, but the water's not quenching his thirst. And then he sees, you know, as most Mexican kitchens, they have just bloody meat on a plate yeah, in your fridge. Raw, muddy, muddy, pfft, raw bloody meat plate hanging yeah. out in the fridge, yeah. And then he, yeah, his his only other option is then to like... I guess reattach the hand thing because I, I don't know. There was like nothing that I did not see a mental process there. It was just him. Like I think I like when I hurt myself. It's like maybe, or maybe the mental process is just like it didn't finish its job or something. Yeah, maybe I you have to wait until it's done winding. So he he goes out, he gets it again, lets it clamp into his hand, and he's like saying a bunch of prayers. But he's like trying to muscle through it this time, and then it like sprouts a scorpion esque tail and jams into his wrist and essentially starts like pulling blood out of him or something into the device. And this is the coolest thing, and I think it is probably one of the the main reasons why this could be a legit criterion selection is the inner working sequences. Yeah. Where they shot what was going on inside the Kronos device in a separate space. And it really made me fucking buy whatever it was doing, even though they barely explain it. Yeah. They they show gears turning, and blood starts to come pouring into the machine, and then there's just like this... Weird bug Bug thing carcass that, in it. It just starts moving a little bit. Yeah. And that was enough for me to totally buy in. Yeah. Which was awesome. I was like, so, of course, it's a vampire bug god. Yeah, you have no idea what's going on, other than you see blood coming out of the dude, going into the device, and he's like... Seems to kind of dig it, I guess. The next day, he's, like, examining himself in the mirror, and he's, like, you can tell he's starting to feel, like, more younger because he takes the mustache off. Yeah. So, which immediately. Because you hit a certain age, you're, like, I need a mustache. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Like, my dad growing up. When you get to 50, you have to have a mustache. My dad growing up had a mustache. And then, like, it's, like, no mustache. I'm old now, mustache. I want to look younger again, no mustache. M- or late life crisis. I'm going to take off mustache, and then you look weird. Like, <laughs> you look weird. Really bizarre. Uh, so he shaved, uh, alt title, do you want the mustache on or off? <laughs> and then it's just a close-up of, off. of grandpa. Too bad. <laughs> too, too bad. Too bad. So he, he shaves off his mustache, and you can tell he's, I think that that was also something that he did a really good job of, of making this character change looks throughout the entire of the thing. Yeah. Because he starts off looking like an old Geppetto, and then he's just like an older dude, and then they keep somehow making him look younger until he starts looking like super gross. I think, uh, I, I also felt like, um, that, that sequence where he was, like, got, like, scratching at his hand and, like, losing his mind after he got bit was basically, I thought, uh, there's a chance he might just become, like, Spider-Man. Like, a superhero. Because <laughs> sure. that's pretty much exactly what happened in the Spider-Man movie. He gets <laughs> he got bit, bit by, by golden, the spider, golden scarab. By golden scarab spider. He starts lusting for blood and then wakes up the next day and he can shoot webs from his hand. <laughs> uh, the... is it, Even though, like, I saw where it went... I still was super curious on what the sensation going on there would be like because they never really talk about what it feels like. Painful? You got stabbed in the hand. You get stabbed in the hand like five times. It, it's so it can latch on, but then it. You eventually find out later that the Chronos device is like a filter. It's like a blood Brita. Yeah, it sends so your it blood up, into it, and sucks then all that sucks all the HIV out of it. Yeah, or whatever. Because and, because the the worm god it needs it needs pure blood. 
the worm god? The worm it, god inside of it. That's a worm god? That's what I called it. Oh, okay. It's basically a worm god. Because at one point they call it like a god or something. I was just like, oh, he's a worm god inside. That gives him the power. Wind up worm worm gods. <laughs> so it, it, he it, it like sucks the blood out of you, takes out the impurities, and makes it young again, and spits it back in your body. So essentially, you have to take doses of the Chronos device, but at the same time, it's making you into a, a vampire. And I don't, I, I don't get it. But I, like I said, the inner working sequences were so cool and did just enough i'm like oh yeah totally yeah i like them (laughs) them that totally makes sense it was right after that that we first get the info that the dude keeps bits of his body in the glass case yeah becomes becomes a a living mummy (laughs) the because they you know while uh grandpa is getting his blood rejuvenated the other half uh germaphobe and the ape man which was an alt title um (laughs) Realize that the the statue is empty and it was hollow, and they know he has it, so they trash the shit out of his shop and like, hey, we're open all night. Come to this place. Yeah. So Grandpa shows up with like a dummy box, and then that's when cool dude germaphobe man, which I like, don't know why he would show up with the dummy box, even like with anything at all. Why would you even like give in to let them know that you know that they have it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like just be like, why did you do this? I don't have anything. Why? Uh, here, here's a box with some locks in it. <laughs> well, it was the lock that they that, broke on yeah. his shop. But that's when, you know, in germaphobe's infinite wisdom of trying to make them trust him, he shows them the glass case. He's like, those are parts of me. Oh, yeah, I totally... I'm totally on your team now. You yeah. got me. You're totally not evil at all, suspended angel statue <laughs> body parts man. Creepy clean room, creepy <laughs> clean room living mummy. I also had to wear these like surgical booties instead of my shoes. Which they brought the shoes in anyway yeah. to get him to leave. There was not a lot of protocol. Well, I think it was it was probably it Ron Perlman just didn't give a shit for most of it. He's just well, like, yeah, that's very obvious. Yeah. He just did not give any fucks. Especially like when you first meet this guy, he's got the mask on. Like the the germ mask thing, yeah. And then he is talking to them, and as he's talking to them, he just takes the germ mask off because he's just tired of wearing it. Yeah, he's like, "Fuck yeah. you! <laughs> I want you to die. And give me just, your money." He hates him a lot, and it's super obvious. But he's like putting up with it as much as he can until whatever this is pays off. But it's it's in this meeting with Grandpa and the germaphobe that he shows him the journal that the alchemist made all these notes out, which that is another super cool prop. It's like Del, Del Toro made these two things. He's like, I'm going to make a movie about these two things. That's a, That and the makeup budget is the only things he had money for. Yeah, I, I read it was like $2 million, which was more than I thought it would yeah, be. But, but you know, it was probably all spent on those two props and then the inner workings. I thought it was mostly the makeup. And makeup, yeah. Um, it was pretty cool. Make- At least like with the skin peeling stuff, that ugh, was pretty cool. It was gross, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, where am I? Uh, so the clean room, uh... Okay. Oh, Grandpa's starting to feel good, and then goes on his date, and the only reason I want to bring up this first part is while he's dancing with his wife, they they win the longest, most awkward kiss award. (laughs) Yeah, that was... What the fuck? That was... Oh my god, that was so awkward. I was just, I thought like Osmandius was going to come out and just be like, that's, uh, he's the guy who's hot about Osmodius? Yeah. Just be like, Osmandius was watching. Yeah, whatever. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. I, well, even if those were two super hot people, I still would have been like, that's kind of gross. It was really weird. It was, it was like they didn't want to kiss. Like they, I bet they just really didn't. Yeah, they just (laughs) really didn't get along with each other. But they had to do it and it was very obvious. Yeah. But we left out the part where, um, 
the little girl stealing the scarab because he comes back and it's gone and it's gone and she has taken it and hidden hit high she goes and hides in well well he goes looking for her and i thought for a minute that like her bedroom was in an attic and they just kept her there the yeah. entire time but no instead it's just a really creepy awful play place yeah that they with like old parts old that she sneaks into yeah, or scraps something. and stuff but there's a toy box there with all of her toys and everything that the only purpose of that scene is to kind of set up another scene later yeah because it, I really don't remember anything else of consequence other than... It's like, when he talks about like the, her father. That's where he talks about her father yeah. and the cigarettes. And she's concerned for his life. Yeah, so she takes the scarab because she, because she saw him. Well, she saw him like reattach it to his hand and then get that massive boner <laughs> yeah. by the Christmas tree. <laughs> Burying the lead. This is a this Christmas is, movie. This is, yeah. This is First my of all, special... This is my special blood filter. What I do with it. It's none of your business. None of your business. I'm You're a fucking too young. grown ass man, and I can filter my blood through an ancient worm demon if I would, if I want to. Do you think that it escalated really quickly when, like, he puts on his hand, and then the next time he puts it on, it's over his heart. He just like yeah. attaches it straight to his chest. And I was like, whoa. I think okay, so we're just like really leaning into this, aren't we? Yeah. Well, I think maybe it was like he felt so much better after doing it there and he knows that it has to do with blood. So he's like, I'll just go to the or source. Or at the very least, like you can hide it more easily on the chest oh, than on maybe. the hand. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, like to get ready for that ball before the awkward kiss, he's like hanging out in the bathroom with it clamped on his heart. And it's just like, Oh, that's uh that's like that little miss sunshine scene where the grandpa's doing heroin in the bathroom yeah. before they leave on the trip. Pretty much. Um, so yeah, they they win the the terrible kiss award, and um, someone at the party has like a nosebleed. Yeah, and they go upstairs, and he's just like following I'm him. Gonna, I don't want to follow this. Walks walks by the old clock man, yeah. the clock, the random clock costume guy who gets a lot of screen time for some reason. Yeah, and he's the only one in costume. <laughs> I thought that was gonna pay off like later or something. Old, old clocky, old clocky. Nope, nope, nothing. Maybe maybe that was like the director's. Is that Guillermo del Toro's, like, brother? Or just del Toro. <laughs> del Toro himself. You can't tell because he, like, shaved off his beard and painted his face white. Perhaps. Um, goes into the bathroom to find the the dude, like, oh, this always happens when I get hot or something. Well, weather changes. Weather, yeah. Which, that does, that's the thing that happens in nosebleeds. Yeah, yeah. So the guy Science. gets blood all over the sink and goes into, the, like, a toilet to figure it out. And then Grandpa goes up to it and he's just like... And See, gets, like, he starts like I like how he starts like scooping it yeah, closer scooping and it closer, into like, a pile at the edge like, of the a thing. pile of blood. He's just, and then someone else comes out of a stall and he's like, "Oh, oh, sorry, ignore my erection." Uh, it's weird. <laughs> just I'm just in the bathroom with the boner. And then here. dude comes out of the stall, super casual about touching all this blood and washing it into the sink. Yeah. Also comes out of the stall and like. Pants still unbuttoned. Yeah, like hundred really... percent. Like his junk, not his junk, but you can see like his underwear and everything. Just like just right out there. Just didn't give any fucks. Yeah, just super chill about everything. Touching all his blood to <laughs> it wash was... it into the sink. Man, these animals can't have anything nice. Wash blood, 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 blood. Yeah, and then he leaves. At which point, Grandpa gets down on the ground because there's one drop of blood left. One drop of blood on a bathroom floor, and I was screaming at the television at this point no 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 it's closer closer it smells so good just 
just really seductively licks blood off the ba- off the men's bathroom off the floor. men's bathroom floor, and then someone walks up and kicks him in the face. Lights out. Thank God, because Thank God. he's licking blood off the men's bathroom floor. That basically was the hero moment of the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank God we oh. got out of this. So Grandpa Vampire wakes up in a car with the ape man, uh, and he's like, hell. "I know you know you got this thing." Stop bullshitting, and then then it, it's a super weird scene in that Angel like doesn't really care, but keeps beating the shit out of him anyway because it's like I need you to just give me this thing, and the Grandpa Vampire is like, "No, I don't know what you're talking." Punch, and he beats the shit out of him and knocks him out, and then pushes him off a cliff in the car. Oh, did you like um that one punch, the last punch he does, where they do the wind up and his hand. He opens up his hand really wide and kind of wiggles his fingers and then punches him. I'm uh, like, is that like his killing blow move? Is that like his his power up? What? It, what? I, I don't, don't remember seeing that. Okay, because it was like the last punch and then he punches him and then the guy's like not moving. He's like, oh fuck, he's dead. Like I punched him. So I, <laughs> why did I use my killing punch? I knew that killed people. <laughs> my special move. My special move. It was just so weird. Just like, I don't remember because the rest of the punches were like normal, but then this one is, and it wasn't even like. He winds up like a normal punch. He winds up, spreads out his fingers, wiggles them, and then punches. <laughs> so just like pop. I have no idea. Uh, he he does continually beat the shit out of him, but whatever. Puts him in the car and throws him over the cliff. And then he potty snatches him and then beats him and then throws him over the cliff in a car. Yeah. At which point, Grandpa he Vampire dies. Dies. Well, Grandpa dies. Vampire. No, no, no. He's Grandpa, Grandpa Vampire. He's not Vampire yet. Yeah, well, not yet, but... He's almost there. He's on his way. <laughs> I'll title Vampire Grandpa's Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. <laughs> um, so, this is... Uh, I, I don't remember exactly when this scene happens, but I wrote down a quote from the germaphobe. I will get what is rightfully mine, talking about the Kronos device... To which I'm thinking, I feel like the only thing that makes it rightfully his is that he's super whiny about not having it. Is yeah. there a reason why he thinks it's rightfully his? There's no reason. He yeah. just wants... Like, he he wants, just wants I it. want it the most! It's he's like, rightfully mine! He's, dying. he's the one who's dying, so it's rightfully his. Okay. Versus yeah, yeah. the other guy, or... I don't know. He's really down with being a vampire, I think. Because <laughs> he, he knows what it is, and he knew the grandpa used it. And he's like, you're a fucking idiot. You shouldn't right. have done that. You're and dumb. This is before, you, don't know, you don't know what's happening. Soon you're going to lick potty blood, and you don't know why, but you're gonna. There's no way you're going to be able to avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so th- there's this really extended sequence where we see vamp- vampire grandpa getting fixed up for funerals, and they have the whole funeral. The guy does a really awful job fixing his head. Well, he's like, he's like in the middle of the, the work. Putting the putty on there, and he's just like, oh, this, it just works. This is like your best work this yet. This is your best like, work yet. Oh, you're going to burn him? What? And he gets all pissed, and this guy looks like he totally doesn't belong in this. <laughs> like He's got chops and a cigarette. I don't know. He kind of, he's either he's either works in a morgue or he works in a car shop. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's a guy in, like, the top level of hostel. Like, before you keep getting deeper and it gets weirder. Yeah. He's a guy who's, like... I'm kind of a weirdo, but like I can go hang on. But Friday. I can still, I can still like go to Target. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of weird, but like I can still go to the grocery store and get some avocado. People just I like to. see me in an aisle and they go to the next one. Yeah, yeah. I don't have, a, I don't make a lot of friends like casually. It's me, cool weird guy. <laughs> so he's about to get cremated, and 
you know the they have like a they have a funeral it's like a couple day thing like yeah, he's yeah. not like dead for five minutes it's, his, he's dead for like they plan a funeral they have a funeral and Bron Perlman holds his nose to make sure make he's sure not he's breathing. dead. Yeah. And yeah, it's this whole sequence. It's probably like 15, 20 minutes of he's about to get cremated and, you know, cool, cool dude, weird dude goes to the basement to turn the gas on for the cremator oven and then shuts the lid, at which point the audience sees that it's empty shoves the box well you in. also see that the door is open too like you know yeah, how he yeah, goes yeah. down in the basement shuts the door, the door. shut door. comes up the door's open mm-hmm. and then he shuts that door and then he goes up not thinking about it so now like after all this they're like oh yeah he's cremated and then the next scene is we see vampire grandfire outside <laughs> stepping on glass grandpire grandpire accidentally a way better title okay <laughs> i was i called him zompire for a while yeah grandpire is outside now and he's now just like a homeless vagrant essentially with like if he were in Monty Python, he would look like one of their super gay character, like with all this makeup and like bad, um, what's that stuff called? Prosthetics. Yeah. Because he's like been fixed up for a funeral or whatever, but yeah. this makes him look like a really like, old really gay awful. dude. Yeah, yeah, super, super awful. Um, so he's, he doesn't know what's going on. He knows he died. He remembers a car accident. He's, he's trying to figure out exactly what happened. He knows it has something to do with the Kronos device. His he's starting to like look gross now, so his skin is starting to get like all pockmarked and fall away, rotting away. Yeah, because he's dying. Basically, oh well, it's not dying. Like his body is, is still like dying. His body is decomposing. Yeah, we find out later. So it's he goes and finds Aurora, and then together, even though he didn't want Aurora to come, they perform the worst fucking break in. Well, this heist. Is, this is um. Uh, we talked about it earlier, but where he goes to, when he finds Aurora, she, like, makes a bed for him in her toy chest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's where, like, as the sun comes through, very weirdly, the sun just, like, pops through the holes. Yeah, there's no sun, and then all of a sudden there's all the sun. Yeah. And then he gets, like, like, he starts to smoke and burn. Smoking, he's like, ow! And you know, that's that was the moment where, like, oh, it's not a zombie. It's yeah. a vampire. Vampire, yeah. Grandpa vampire. Sleep in this, sleep in this cough, this makeshift coffin. So, yeah, Aurora hangs out and waits for him to, like, sleep during the <laughs> day. Writes a love letter with a uh, sharpie, yeah, and like writing this letter to his wife. Anybody's like licking the sharpie, like he would lip, lick like a pen to like wet it or something. But yeah. so his tongue is like b- bright blue, which made me like kind of gag. I'm like, ah. <laughs> oh, I laughed. I was like, because <laughs> I've had to do that. Like if you leave a marker uncapped, yeah, you have to like lick it a little bit to get it wet you, again. You don't have to lick it. You just have to get it wet again. Well, yeah, yeah, but I lick it. And that's, that's that's your own fault. That taste, that's, Joey. That's that's your problem. That taste is like awful. Na- it's like nails on a chalkboard, and it makes me do that. I'm like, yeah, that's what you get for licking a marker top, a marker tip. So he writes a letter to his wife, kind of saying, you know, like I'm still alive. I don't know what's happening. I'm going to figure it out, and if I do, I hope you wait for me. Um, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> so nope. I would like to say, at this point. They're sneaking in. This is when I started eating pizza at oh, work. Yeah. So there's... I was oh, like, no. That's going to ruin pizza for you, Joey. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was still waiting on stuff to show up, and I was finishing this movie like before I left work last night, and they like the rest of the production office ordered pizza. So on the way back into my room, I just grabbed a couple pieces and started eating it, and this was right before the scene where they are sneaking around germaphobe's room really terribly and the girls like because they're looking for the instruction pages yeah and this is uh i have an alt title here okay this is a uh, nickelodeon presents grandpa vampire <laughs> okay i'm glad we both landed on grandpa <laughs> vampire 
Uh, all, grandpa vampire. The whole the super time I'm terrible. thinking of it's like there's like the grandpa vampire mysteries. Yeah, grandpa, we're gonna figure it out, grandpa vampire. Grandpa vampire and the really poorly thought out caper or something. <laughs> the lat grandpa vampire's caper, caper like they, town. They aren't even trying to be stealthy. They're in the room where the dude is sleeping, and they're just like, huh. Nope, not under there. Yeah, clap. Put these drawers open. Oh, walk around. Don't be so loud. <laughs> you know, like, stop. Stop being loud. <laughs> so they, um, what's I don't even know the dude's name. Germaphobe wakes up. And yeah, I don't even know if we ever learn it. Do yeah, we? I don't know. And essentially finds them in the room, and he's just like, um, I know you're looking for the instructions. I hate them. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, how do you? That, every time somebody does that, I'm like. What if you forget something? Your memory's not that good. You literally have been taking body parts out of you. How do we know you haven't taken part of your brain out of you in one of those jars? <laughs> surprise, surprise. Also, do you even have a stomach to eat things anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, that his go-to, it's not a surprise at all that his go-to um, solving this thing is to eat pages from a book that is like 400 years old yeah there's all sorts of weird things in that page yeah we just talked about pennies yeah and like what's on pennies those things are like 10 years old and that they have book, all the duty on that book <laughs> that book lived in a solo room yeah we know what happens in a solo room no wonder you have to fuck get or fuck, cut fucking pieces out of yourself because you're, you're eating, eating shit 400 year old paper shit paper they didn't have paper back then <laughs> guy what do you think that stuff was? No, no, stupid, <laughs> stupid uncle. So he's just like, what is wrong with Grandpa Vampire? Is like, what's wrong with me? My skin. He's just like, you're decomposing. But my skin, what's wrong with it? And then this, I'm taking a big bite of pizza, and Germaphobe goes, peel it off. And then, like, like you take a bite, what? and like the, the cheese comes off <laughs> as he's like peeling yeah. off, and you're. I'm, no, I have like a like, big mouthful, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> What do you what do you say? And then he grandpa vampire goes up to his cheek and they're just like and pulls like his cheek and half his forehead off for no reason. Oh yeah, I guess that's a weird uh, trick I can I only do once. <laughs> I guess I'm okay under there or something. If I take all this off, can I be skeletor? <laughs> he just peels his whole face off. He just like, becomes nah. a skeleton. <laughs> He's just a skeleton. Like all of his insides have rotted out. His voice immediately would change. Comarara. <laughs> how was? Oh yeah, the little girl at this point in time. I was just shocked that she wasn't just freaking she's, the fuck out. She's, she's super chill about super all of cool this. With everything happening about Grandpa Vampire, about him bursting into flit or like smoking with sun, about uh, weird peeling man off, peeling off skin. Eating the guy, like, he just starts, like... That was after she hit him with the cannon, After though. she... Aurora's the one that fucking bails out va- Grandpa... Grandpire. Gram- Grandpire. Fine. I'm just leaning yeah, into no, it. Bails yeah. out Grandpire, hitting him with one of his weird canes. Yeah, because he's... Because old, old germaphobe is about to stab Grandpire in the heart. Yeah, because he knows that's it. Because that that's was the exchange. I'll give you the Coronas device if you tell me what the way out is. Yeah. The way out was for germaphobe to stab him in the heart which is the only way he can die and why he didn't die when he got in the car accident right because it didn't stab him in the heart yeah <clears throat> which the guy at the very beginning accidentally got stabbed in the heart yeah very clearly uh, see a thing through his heart what a horrible set of circumstances <laughs> what are the odds of building would collapse on me <laughs> also 
there's something super weird about his vision of a vampire that you you molt and you basically become a white skinned. Yeah, of that's yourself. how you become like a creepy ghost man. Yeah, a ring wraith. Ring wraith. Yeah, um, it was kind of cool though. That's kind of yeah. No, it. it's very neat. Um, so Uncle Jeremy dies, and then Grandpa eats him for a while. Yeah, still dead. Girls just watching it, totally just like huh. yeah. Grandpa Vampire does that now. That's they leave, and Angel shows up. He's like, what the fuck? There's a dead, dead germaphobe uncle. And then starts to celebrate, which was really funny. That was great. He's yeah. like, it's mine. It's all mine. But then, of course... He's not dead. He's not dead. After getting smacked in the head with a cane... Getting chewed getting on. chewed on and blood sucked for a while, he's alive just long enough to piss Angel off into stepping on his throat. <laughs> and killing and finishing yeah. the job. Mm-hmm. So the... Uh, uh, there's this kind of underwhelming final chase sequence, which I get because it was kind of a chase sequence between Ron Perlman, a super old falling apart dude, and, and a kid. child. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that it ends essentially with Grandpa Vampire's plan is to tackle Ron Perlman off of this building and he knows he won't die because he's Grandpa Vampire. Um, uh, oh, I, I skipped over an alt title. Uh, Grandpa, uh, Vampire Grandpa's super gross face. <laughs> I guess that was just all right. I mean, I guess that is not, you could tackles. It is a thing that happened, isn't it? He tackles Angel off the building, and then they fall, kills Angel, and he's like wakes up and he's you know missing half his face, and then his stomach is cut open. At which point he reaches like his hand in there, and I'm sucking down my last piece of pizza and peels reaches, off more skin. Peels off his whole like fucking stomach, and it's got like the white veiny gross skin underneath yeah. it which that still like because it's a practical effect still look pretty fucking cool oh, it looked cool and super it was cool. super gross yeah and then in doing so he's like looking at it and then he sees aurora and he's just like mm. well she's got blood on her hand because she cut herself doing something who knows what she was doing like the vagina sign and she's cut like, just between her two feet Oh get... no, I'm on my I'm on my period. Oh, la, la, la. Vagina sign on it. Well, she's doing the vagina sign, so then it's a period if it's got blood on it. Oh, okay, yeah, that's weird because she's super young. Yeah, she, she should get that checked not, out. She's just doing it as a as a as a goof. Oh, it's a laugh. She's got it. <laughs> nice <laughs> um, quality. So, uh, Angel's now dead. He Grandpa Vampire is like, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat that little girl. He's like, he's like like. Licking his lips, trying not to just jump He was doing her like that noise, wasn't he? Like something. He was just like that is not him anymore. Which is weird because again, there's a perfectly good dead body next to him that could easily just eat the shit out of. Yeah, Probably has yeah. as much blood coming out of him as a little girl's hand, if not more. M- way more. Way more. Because he was like all over his face because he got hit in the in the nose with the cane again. Yeah. And he's like not again, my fucking nose. Yeah. You get hit in the nose like twice in the movie that's that's why he needs no a nose wonder job. yeah because his uncle just keeps breaking his nose his, over and over his again. Un- uncle's go-to abuse is to just bust him in the face with that big cane ball yeah i also like that he lived in like the clean room is in this warehouse this is their business and the uncle lives there above it and then angel lives like in the, in basement. the basements yeah and he has like a call box yeah Hey, I, 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 I do need to again. Get up I, here. I'm just trying to re- read about nose jobs. God damn it! <laughs> it made him kind of like a tragic character in uh, a weird I way. A like bit. I felt kind of bad. Kind for him. bad for him. He just hated, he was. Eh. I mean, he was an asshole and yeah, the muscle yeah. and everything. But but still. he was getting like taken advantage of in some weird way. But um, I wrote. I just wrote back the quote: "The snack that smiles back, granddaughters." <laughs> 
<laughs> just like apropos of nothing. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's pretty good. The snack, the smile's back. Uh, so he's like catches himself in his final moments he's like i'm totally gonna eat my granddaughter so instead he smashes a chronos device which as was discussed earlier in the movie they say that that if you destroy that you basically destroy your immortality right you're like tied to the thing yeah but Uh, he doesn't like die immediately but he starts you can tell that like he knows that he's gonna die it's like he starts dying i am jesus greece i am jesus jesus I also like how they basically insinuated that, like, Jesus got bit by this thing, because they're talking about, like, earlier when he's describing the God bug, is like, why not? People can come, people, like, Jesus came back from the dead, and all this sorts of uh, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then at the end, he's like, I am Jesus, Jesus Greece, because the character's name, Geppetto's name was Jesus Greece. Jesus Greece, yeah. Greece. Not Jesus uh, Christ. No, but... So it, is he Jesus? Maybe. He's probably Jesus. Vampire Jesus. <laughs> But then he goes back, and the last shot of the movie is him laying on his bed back at home. The granddaughter's there, and then the wife comes in, and is just like, oh, you're alive, but you're all white. And you're, he, like, reaches up to touch her, and she, like, kind of kneels at his bed, and then we fade to black. Yeah, so... We do one of the many fade to blacks, and then <laughs> the movie's over. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what, if he was just, like, kind of waiting to die now. I think they just, he was just on his deathbed. He goes back there to be on his deathbed. Super white deathbed. I don't know. Because he's like, all of his gross skin is off of him at that point. Yeah, yeah, Super white deathbed. So he's just like 100% white. (laughs) Anyways. uh, So that's Kronos. I will say, one of the more enjoyable ones we've watched. Yeah, I liked it. I think... (laughs) You can definitely see shades of Del Toro, even... Like, a lot of filmmakers that you see the later things that develop their very, like, definitive sense of style. Like, Wes Anderson stuff, or... um, like a Coen Brothers, you can see them kind of honing in it's on very, the stuff that yeah. you like from them way later. So this one, it, it's pretty cool to go back, even still. Uh, I think it's, what, early 90s? What did I say, 93? 93. Yeah, I think it, still, or it still holds up really well, and the, all the actors in it are fairly good. I actually think Ron Perlman was probably, like, the weakest one, but it might just be because I know he's fucking Ron Perlman, and yeah. it's weird to see it him is, I think not Hellboy. I if think... he was Hellboy in this, I would have, like, way <laughs> totally, more. Totally, totally been down with it. But not, like, the character Hellboy. If he just looked like Hellboy, I would, probably wouldn't have been as weirded out by the fact that I saw him. I kind of want to watch Hellboy now. Yeah, Hellboy's really Hellboy's good. pretty good. Both of them are pretty they're good. They're both pretty good. They're both have, enjoyable. They're, like, that's one of the few comic series I've been buying a bunch of it, mm-hmm. and I want to just, like, go through because... I like the art in it, too. Yeah, it's the guy who writes it, made it, but it's been going on for so fucking long, and there's, like, BPRD, there's Abe Sapien, there's Hellboy, there's now Hellboy in Hell, there's, like, probably six or seven different all-running things yeah. in that universe. So there's a lot of it. This has been Hellboy Podcast. Yeah. With Joey the, and Brian. The entire movie is one trade. Yeah. And that's... One of probably like fifteen yeah. <laughs> of just the base series. I knew anyway. there was a lot, but but yeah, Del Toro like that was a perfect fit because it's like this like uh, American gothicy, um, what's the other word? Almost steampunky thing that he's really good at. Anyways, Chronos. Yeah. Uh, I did not find any three reasons. Of course not. I think I don't think those exist anymore. I think we just. <laughs> We just hit right the ones there. that did, and mm. that's fine. Whatever. This just they, this is our thing there's now. Our three reasons. All right. Do you want to go first? Nope, because I'm still thinking I'm a number. Oh, three. that's right. You're still working on it. All right, so I'll go with my my three. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then if we want, I have keywords too. We have, there, there were the thing is with the keywords on this one is that there's so many on it uh. that it was hard to like come up with fake ones as well. <laughs> so I only have like three three sets of it. Okay. So, but we'll do my three reasons first. All right. Okay. So reason number one: built-in commercial breaks. It was nice, yeah. Like, all right, that's the end of an act. Like, and scene. Is it the curtain comes down? It's like, and along that note, number two, non-ironic use of royalty-free music. <laughs> I, I don't even remember. Was it just like it was just really bad? Like, uh, it felt like. Oh really, yes, I do remember. There was like a clarinet thing. I'm like, yeah, what? The it fuck sounds is like this? really awful, like '90s uh, made-for-TV. It's as good movie as it gets. Music, yeah. Do, 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 do. Like, this is not the same movie. Uh, I remember that. Yeah. And, and number three, child murderer. Okay. Because yeah. she, well, she essentially. Not a murderer less, of children. No, a child, child murder. who murders somebody. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's not weird. No, that's, but that fits the, I feel like that fits the criterion mold. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, got, I got my last one. You got your last one? Okay. Yeah, um, okay. Number one, here's my three reasons. Go for it. Uh, the innovative suspended angel statue decor. Oh, of course. It's from, from beautiful. Very... Set, de- set design. Wonderful Totally design. didn't give away the fact that he was an evil man. Nope. Uh, for seeing and catching a wild Pearlman smiling on camera. <laughs> the rarest. The rarest. <laughs> yes. And um, giving us a glimpse into the beautiful process of... Uh, molting grandpas <laughs> it's uh i mean it's natural yeah it's, it's a beautiful it's, it's a natural beautiful, it's beautiful. metamorphosis <laughs> not a cockroach of age yes um you want to do uh you want to do some keywords joe you want to try to figure out some keywords yes and this is the ones that are these are the ones again these are the keywords um from imdb they, they use to search the movie and i'll have uh three sets of three two of them are Keywords and one of them is a fake keyword. That okay, I made so up. find the fake. So find the fake. Okay, I'm ready. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna win them all. Okay, black comedy, zombie or embalming. Black comedy. It's zombie. Oh, we have we've got the ugh, fine. I I don't I don't know if I see black comedy in it, but fine. <laughs> yeah, I know that was one of the weird things too. I'm like black comedy. That seems weird. So I guess there submitted. are some there are some kind of jokes with. Uh, angel kind of i guess sort like of hating people like, maybe i don't know nose job i don't i don't buy that one but that's fine it, it was there yeah so number two um i'm gonna go submit before our next one like because those can be user submitted i'm just gonna submit like brian's butt <laughs> like one of the keywords <laughs> and he's like what oh <laughs> movie guess what it'll be there <laughs> it'll be in the next session of keywords <laughs> uh second one rotting flesh Oh, what is it? Wait, hang on. Did I write something wrong? Uh, oh, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Turkabucker. <laughs> what? I I don't think I wrote this word right. Okay, I'll do this other one. Um, so th- there's another one. You thing, teddy bear, and sunlight. You thing? You thing, teddy bear, and sunlight. What the fuck is you thing? Is that your answer? Yeah. It's sunlight. What the fuck is you? Think? <laughs> I have no idea what you think is, but it's there. Um, and this third one, I'm trying to see if I can remember what it was exactly. What it was that I wrote. It was probably the best one. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think we're just gonna we're just gonna have to we'll just have to we'll just go with those two because I think the third one is no good. What's what? You, like, I wrote down sing blood as a fake thing, but I don't know what the fuck sing blood means. As a I, fake one? Yeah, I think I think I wrote I think it auto corrected into something else. Oh, uh, okay. Um That's so, why you gotta go analog, man. I know, I know. I just gotta write it with my hands, my handalogs. Handalogs. <laughs> so yeah, it was uh I don't know what the fuck I meant by sing blood. I just have Well that one's fake. That's a fake one. You got it, Joey. <laughs> yes, fine. One of three. All right. Uh, do you have a um, synopsis? I have a new description. Okay, let's do the Criterionauts description for Guillermo del Toro's Kronos. Guillermo del Toro's take on the origin story of Vampire Grandpa the White is a modern reimagining of a classic tale of robot scarabs, monkey men, and toilet room blood. Guillermo del Toro smartly uses his small budget and really makes you wonder what it would be like to filter your blood. You probably feel way better, right? I mean, man, I need to work out more. I feel like shit all the time. (laughs) I should do a cleanse. Also, could the alchemist make Kronos that didn't turn you into a saggy goo man? No? Sounds like a mediocre alchemist to me. Alt title, The OK Alchemist. (laughs) (laughs) The end. That was good. Uh, Yeah, I, I... I really like the alt title of also Vampire Grandpa the White. Yeah, <laughs> which is also Grandpa. Really shows why he was drawn to the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit lore, because he was totally already making one. Basically was. <laughs> Grandpa the White. Grandpa Vampire the White. Um, Vampire. Vampire. Well, that Vampire. is Kronos. Uh, you know, again, I highly recommend watching it, even if not for this show. Not Don't recommend Solo, but I'm glad we watched it. Oh, God. <laughs> People are very excited for that episode, which it's, isn't out yet as of recording it, of this. But. Oh, man. You guys. <laughs> you guys. You are going to be so pumped for Solo. <laughs> <laughs> next, we're going to go with uh, Scanners. Are we going to do Scanners next? Yeah, because okay. I mean, we don't have to, but I feel no, like that's, fine. that's a, a good... Uh, that's Cronenberg, right? Scanners? No. I think it's Cronenberg. Is that the one where the guy's head explodes? Yeah. You know how I know that? The cover? Wayne's World? Wait, isn't the scene in Scanners? <laughs> Wait, the scanners where, where the guy's head, head blows explodes up? up? <laughs> yep. It's the I, only I, thing I know about that movie. <laughs> I brought that up Thanks, to Wayne's Kim. World. <laughs> I brought that up to Kim the other day, because I walked by Wait, and scanners I Scanners or, or Wayne's World? That exact scene and Scanners and Wayne's World, because I was walking by and I saw the Criterion cover. Yeah. And the Criterion cover of Scanners looks fucking awesome. Nice. And I was like, do you know what this is? And she's like, no. I was like, have you seen Wayne's World? I was like... You know, you know that I... scene in Scanners where the guy's head explodes? You know the scene in Wayne's World where they're talking about the scene in Scanners <laughs> where the dude's head blows up? Uh, yeah, I'm pumped to finally see it because I've not seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it It at should all. be a good one. And I've been on a really good like 80s, 90s gore kick lately. I've been, yeah, this is uh, right up your alley. Then. Yeah, I've I've watched Society and From Beyond and Night of the Comet, like all these really classic prosthetic filled horror movies with like Vaseline puppets. That <laughs> so they like age really uh, well, you know. Oh, it's like oh god, I just had flashbacks of Racerhead. Um, <laughs> Vaseline puppets. This when I want to make a movie called Vaseline puppets. When this movie, when I was watching this. Because the way our, our apartment's set up, uh, the room I watch it in is right next to the living room. And we have two TVs, one in each living room. So I was watching this, and my girlfriend's watching Beauty and the Beast on the TV next to me. I'm like, oh, this is Not the make- Ron Perlman one. No, okay. the Disney animated cartoon, Disney <laughs> no. Beauty and the Beast. I was like, oh, this is going to make for she an She could have at least tone. watched in theme. Come on. I know. It would have been a little more appropriate. But yeah. I, was ex- I basically would hear the music 
the happy Disney music as like he's peeling skin <laughs> off of his body. <laughs> that probably worked. It was at least you weren't eating pizza. No, at least I wasn't eating pizza. Super thin, flappy pizza. Oh, it was like the kind that almost just looks like congealed cheese into a crust because basically it any... looks like rotting flesh. Yeah, exactly. Falling off a like body. if you hold it up, it doesn't hold shape. It just falls down right, right. away. So yeah. it's super flappy. But yeah, that was mm. Mm, tasty. I want um, pizza now. Uh, well, this has been Criterion. Now, it's, uh, listen <laughs> listen to all the other shows on Explosive Magico. Subscribe to the Explosive Prime home feed that has all the shows on one feed. You can also subscribe to the Criterion solo feed, which will eventually throw up some bonus, you know, Criterion exclusive stuff over there. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Criterion and I think our Gmail is at Criterion mm-hmm. Let me... Actually, pause this real quick. Brian, fill the air. I'm going to get my phone make sure we don't do, get any emails. Do, 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 Say stuff. Joey's going to find the emails, and he's going to read them so the fans can hear them. Oh, he wants to read the emails. Oh, my God. I'm making the dog howl. My singing is not good. But that's okay. That's why. That's not why I'm here. I'm here to for color commentary and ambiance and joey's support man support keep things. doing it you're doing it saying words that are coming out of my words. mouth all right i have an email here from our hardly ever used gmail account criterion outside gmail which is why we haven't read this even though it was sent in on september 27 ah timely emails this is from luke please don't send us important things yeah <laughs> or time sensitive things Hey guys, super enjoying your new missions, and I finally decided to write in. First of all, I get the David Lynch dislike. I really did not enjoy <laughs> Racerhead, and I saw it in a cinema with a few friends, two of which are film people. Poor bastard. Ugh, they're called film people. Ugh. Ugh. Sitting through, I was thinking, I might hate this movie, but listening to you guys chat about it made me remember parts of it which I found were cool, like the weird cuts and radiator play, but most of it felt like, oh, this shot would be cool, and then tentative and crappy connective tissue. Frankly, this film is not a masterpiece at all. Well, I'm glad we were able to help him figure that out, and uh, I guess we're uh, probably in the minority on that, (laughs) but cool that uh-huh. said you should both both watch blue velvet especially you joey more kyle mclaughlin lots of craziness paps blue ribbon baby mm. wants to fuck so much and i've heard a lot about blue velvet but i've never seen it plus it feels more like a real film and not some art that you're forced to sit through also give twin peaks another go it really is worth it i totally get the missing something feeling but it's on the same level as true detective season one good mm. Okay. Which I also didn't get through because... You didn't like the first season? I just didn't get through it. Oh. I just got like three episodes in and I kept falling asleep and I'm like... Eh. That's fair. It's slow burn. We, I really like the first season of True Detective. We, uh, on Twitter, we did get the, the picture that um, uh, Luke sent, the metaphors. <laughs> oh, yeah. Luke also made us a poster of the, the yeah, eraser head. <laughs> the med, instead, of, instead of eraser head, it says metaphors with the Z on it. <laughs> and the Z, Z is underlined. Z is right? underlined. Great. It's great. Thanks, Luke. Super, Super fan, Luke. Also, I was reminded of a classic movie as a teaching point moment in my childhood, but not with train spotting. <laughs> It was the Great Explosive Magical White Whale Starship Troopers, which is super relevant now. That works great now. He didn't know we were doing the super show at this point. Awesome. My awesome dad showed me the movie when I was seven and just... Uh, and just learning to ride a bike. So I was having a blast because there were boobs and aliens and shooting, and it was awesome. It's beautiful. Then we got 
to the live fire training and dude took off his helmet and got fucking brained. My dad paused the film and shocked seven old year old Luke looked at him and then he said, that's why you gotta wear a helmet, Luke. <laughs> and to this day, I still think anyone on a bike is an idiot for not wearing a helmet. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. That's, but I digress. That's, that's a great way to use a movie to teach something. <laughs> That is great. <laughs> Let alone, you know, it's the there were automatic weapons and it's a yeah. space feature, but has to do with riding a bike. But just, like that <laughs> stuck with him, it worked. You know, in his child brain, what I imagine him happening is he's just like driving his bike without a helmet, and then suddenly his head pops. <laughs> <laughs> like no bullets, no guns, but it's just like that's what happens if you don't wear a helmet. Helmet on it all. He just wears a helmet all the time. Yeah, though. because like your head's constantly expanding pressure, and the helmet keeps it packed in <laughs> so that it doesn't explode outwards. So I get it. And then he says, "Thanks again for your consistently brilliant content. You're down under not Luke O'Connorable." And then he also made us a, a nice fan art, which I think I need to get put on our uh, website. With the 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 metaphors. metaphors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's good. Uh, I'll put that. Uh, if you have other fan arts or movie poster adaptations of our alt titles, feel free to email them to uh, explosivemagico at gmail.com or criterionauts at gmail.com. I think that's a show. Yeah, I think so. Next up, Scanners. Scanners. Do Not it. with a Z. Nope, with an S. We'll watch that, and then we'll probably dig into something a little more terrible to yeah. get back into that. To get to get deep into why we're here to just to explore the things that you don't have to. So you don't have to. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening. I am Criterion Not Rhinish. I'm Criterion Not Brian. Hail Adrian. Hail Adrian.